Damn, it feel good to be a gangster. All right, let's do it. Welcome to episode 50 of the Danso Pitch Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Danso. I'm also joined by my co-host today, Daniel. Daniel, how you feeling today? The big five oh. I wanna I wanna definitely give a shout out to my co-host Daniel. It's been a long ride, but again, let's continue to keep the content going. Let's keep the audience engagement going. I wanna shout out our audience, both loyal ones, first and last time listeners. Thank you so much for all your support. Always follow us the Dance O Pitch We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as YouTube. Like, subscribe, share our YouTube content. We got great content for you all. And again, another special announcement for you guys. Quick announcement, we're coming to Patreon soon. Patreon will be giving exclusive content. This will be stocks, real estate, event planning, how to start a business, how to build a business plan, how to write a resume with entrepreneurs, people that work in these nine to five job industries that can give you the backstory as to how to get into your favorite career or job. More to come with that coming very soon. Keep a lookout for that. So going into episode 50, we're going to be discussing today a topic that's kind of been out in the air a little bit, but people are just now starting to become more familiarized with it, and that is the Apple car. A lot of people have been asking questions, both in the media as well as amongst our peers. Why is Apple getting into the car industry? That is a great question. We're going to give you guys the information today give you guys a little bit of backdrop, share our thoughts as to where we may see this progress in the next couple of years, and then what's to come outside of the industry of just cars maybe Apple might want to get into in the near future. So let's begin. To give a little bit of a backstory, guys, in 2014, and I'm going to read a little bit of information for everyone that's listening to give some backstory to why Apple has started the Apple car. In 2014, Apple began working on Project Titan. That is the project that Apple started that they wanted to encompass into their products and services with the iPhone, iPad, etc., where they would basically be building cars. With upwards of a thousand cars, they expect expert, excuse me, experts and engineers developing an electric vehicle at a secret location at their headquarters in California. Over the course of for the last years, Internal strife, leadership status, and other problems have impacted the car project. In 2016, rumors even suggested Apple shelved plans for a car. But the most recent information in just this year indicates Apple has overcome development problems and is moving forward with plans to develop a consumer-facing autonomous vehicle. The Apple car project has seen multiple leadership changes. And hundreds of employees have been laid off during the course of this development, but is now under new leadership under John G- Gia Andrea. My apologies if I miss misspelled that name. Apple's AI and machine learning chief, who took over the reins from Bob Mansfield after Mansfield retired in 2020, just this past year. Kevin Lynch, Known for leading development on the Apple Watch. So Kevin Lynch was the guy that basically built up the Apple Watch that many people are using now. He's now joined Apple's autonomous vehicle team to oversee the Apple car development with John in addition to working on the Apple Watch. So Apple basically, as just kind of giving you guys a backstory, is going all in on this. They're hiring people, ex-Tesla employees. Ex-Google employees, ex-Microsoft employees are all coming to Apple to work under the autonomous vehicle division. So Apple, for the audience that's listening, they're going all in right now. They're serious about starting this vehicle campaign, and they're really trying to get into this industry. Now, a lot of people may ask the question, why is Apple trying to get into the car industry? And this is where I am going to kind of give an assessment for my own thoughts. I don't necessarily think that Apple is trying to actually get into the car industry. I just think they're trying to get into the industry by just being the game changers. Much like when Apple first started, nobody knew about Apple building phones. Nobody actually thought Apple was going to build an iPhone. All they had was a little a little box thing that played music on there 
And then that's like the little shuffle thing that we had where we would just play music on there. And that's what Apple was originally known for. A lot of people didn't even think that Apple would get to the level that they were at originally. If a lot of people don't remember, Steve Jobs himself had been fired from the same company that he founded and then eventually came back when they realized that they needed a visionary like him to build out the iPhone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that he was able to do during his tenure. So that's very important to note. So remember, audience, it's not that Apple is trying to get into the car industry per se. They're just trying to be the game changers that's trying to enter that industry. I will dive into more ways that they can do this. But Daniel, what are your thoughts on that? How do you feel Apple shaping out the car industry to match conglomerates like uh, Ford and BMW and, and now even Tesla is now starting to get into that game of self-driving vehicles. So what do you, what is your thoughts on that? Do you believe Apple can be successful in this? I think in the short term, they're going to have some challenges, you know, because granted Apple has a very large pool of cash reserves. Like even just this quarter in Q1 of this year, they made like over a hundred billion dollars. Like they're, they are not stressed when it comes to, so they have the breath, you know, it's more so now about the expertise and, and kind of the industry knowledge of being in automobiles. And yes, they have, you know, as you said earlier, um, Tesla employees, and they've been doing some partnership um, conversations earlier in the year with like Hyundai and, and so forth and Nissan and to just to try to get that cover over the technical expertise in the industry that competitors like Ford and, um, you know, all of those other car companies have had for the last like, you know, 30, 50 plus years. So in the short term, they'll struggle. But in the long term, as you said, I think it is going to have a profound effect on the industry because even companies now, you know, like Tesla has kind of been the umbrella for EV, but now autonomous driving is something that they're looking at. Um, there's other like smaller companies like Waymo, who is a competitor in auto autonomous driving. They're now looking to expand their network of that with a partnership with Jaguar. So when you see it from the lens of, okay, car companies that have already been established throughout time, you know, we know Ford, we know, you know, whatever, Volkswagens, we know, like, we know these, industry, we know these standardized cars, but now the question remains, okay, they see Apple making this move. What are they going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Because now it's like, we have a, a new player in the game. It's, it's like change, right? It's either you're going to adapt to it or you're just going to let it kind of, you know, let it adapt to you, take over your position in that arena. So I think from that perspective, they're going to be successful because they have the technology, they have the money, and they're going to get the partnerships and the expertise that they need to fill that gap of the industry knowledge. So long term, I think they're going to be short term. And that's really where the crux of this is going to be like, okay, how, how, when we measure this long term, short term, how many years can this be? Is that going to be a decade? Is that going to be 15 years? So that's really the kind of gray area when it comes to how Apple can get over that hump. Yeah. Because the first couple of years, you know, after developing this car, they're going to have to fine tune it. And because autonomous driving is a very difficult thing to pull up, you know, like this is like some real futuristic stuff, mm -hmm. you know, like the car looks, I don't know if people have seen the movie iRobot, like that's what it looks like. Like yeah. it looks like some real futuristic things and, it, and it's going to really require a lot of new, I, would, I wouldn't say laws, but new um, restrictions on how, this car is going to be pushed out to the masses and be pushed out into actual production because yeah. you know self-driving like how you know like like just even the little things where apple needs to reduce their liability like things like that outside of all of the actual um expenses that will come with building a car because yeah. there's a lot that's going to come with that so it's just little things like that that i feel like in the short term once they get over that hump of understanding the innuendos they will be successful.
Yeah, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying with that in terms of that assessment. It's interesting also because of the fact that, like I mentioned, if you if the audience listening, if you are following what a lot of these successful companies, car companies now are starting to move towards, and that is towards autonomous driving, such as self-driving cars, electric vehicles, like Daniel mentioned, EV vehicles. Because again, that's not just the fact of that is where we're leaning more towards as society. Because again, we're now in a generation where tech, we're technology driven. You see billionaires going, trying to build spaceships to get into space or space rockets to get into space. Again, they're trying, like you have Elon Musk, who in my opinion is the game changer for car driving or just the future. He's the, the leader right now. He, him and Bezos, I know they're a little bit of rivals. They go back and forth. It's like a Jay-Z Nas uh, <laughs> competition, basically. It's like, who's trying to be the top dog? I mean, they're like, yeah, we're friendly, this and that. But you ever notice when Nas drop an album, Jay-Z drop a track, or he's coming out with an album, too? That's not by coincidence. <laughs> this is a thing. So, I mean, these are the kind of guys that are kind of leading the front in that. Because if the audience listening, if you have been following Tesla throughout these last couple of years, Yes, they are a risky company because they're still in the early stages. But look at the success they were able to garner in such a short amount of time. Tesla, in terms of profitability, was going against the titans of Ford, General Motors, so so many others, BMW, so many car companies. And they were just doing it off of the fact of them having their own building companies uh, in terms of car manufacturing companies. They were the front of doing that, challenging the status quo. That's why Ford now, because Ford saw that they were like, shit, Tesla killing us on the stock market. They're killing it right now. We got to get into electric vehicles. That's why Ford and all these other companies are pulling billions into electric vehicles because this is where we're going. Also, our administration. Right now, we're in the current leadership, not even just from America's perspective, but more so in a global perspective where a lot of our the leadership outside of just America, is is trying to follow up in a more progressive front. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to say that, hey, this is something that we're fully invested in, but they understand where our generation, this is a generation of what, Daniel, what, 21 to about 40-something? They love driving Teslas. This is why you see a Tesla on every road. If you're whatever state you are, whatever, even the countries now, if you go overseas, they drive Tesla cars. That's not by coincidence. It's because we love technology. Our generation, the, the newer generation that's coming to the forefront, that's taken over now that our parents are getting older, we love technology. Children now, babies being born. You have a two-year-old, three-year-old that can use YouTube, that can go on Google now. Look how crazy that is. Like This, this is where we are going. So Apple coming into this industry it's not by coincidence. They're doing this on purpose because Apple is known for game changing. What is, what is Apple's business tag? Think different. That is their thing. That, that is what they, they do. This is what they, that's their mindset. So it's not by coincidence that they're coming in there and they're saying, like, we want to get into this. Now, how does that actually look like in the landscape of things? I believe, and from the research that was provided, I believe that Apple actually will incorporate their Siri technology into the car that they're developing. Now, how does that actually look? That means that your iPhone can work as your key, your license, your maybe even your insurance card. A lot of people don't realize a lot, now licenses are digitalized. You can actually have a digital license on your phone. This is not, this is not something that's coming out. This has already been out for the last couple of years. And that is not as a replacement. That is a supplement, audience. listening to me right now. Having a digital license is not a replacement now. It is a supplement. You can have a digital license. So what does, what does that mean? That means that you eventually when this comes out, and I do believe it will come out because Apple has targeted them to have their car completed by 2024. That is also not by coincidence because their CEO, Tim Cook, is only contracted to 2025. And I do believe that Tim Cook will eventually retire in the next couple of years. So I know that if I was a CEO, I want to be the motherfucker that's at the forefront when this is coming out, because that's going to look that much better for myself, because I want to be part of history. And I know he does as well. 
But getting back to what I'm saying, having the Siri technology incorporated to your car, think about it. You say, hey, Siri, why are you driving? Order order Starbucks for me from X, X place. And then you just order it on your way while you're going. You just literally are talking to your car as you're driving. You say, hey, Siri, park my car for me. Think about that. You don't even have to get in. You say, Siri, open my car door for me by telling on your phone, Siri, close, lock my car door. Think how fucking crazy that is. Think about that type of technology taking over the car industry. You don't think that everybody else is going to be like, damn, why did not think about that? That is the craziness of what Apple is doing. Apple is known for game changing. That is why they're the most successful phone company right now. They're neck and neck with Samsung. I even think that in the next couple of years, if not already, iPhone will take over Samsung because they're, they're, they make alone. Apple makes about, I want to say, $39.6 billion a year off of the iPhone in, in the revenue. Think about that. They're playing with 36, almost $40 billion in revenue just from the iPhone alone. So think about what they can do if they were able to change this car industry. And again, as you've heard, if you've ever listened to Elon Musk's interview, building a car is not easy. It takes a lot of testing and and a lot of trial and error. And Elon Musk, you can say what he wants. You can say that he's this and that. You can go about saying what he is. He actually helps building these cars. He's actually in the factories with his designers doing what he has to do. So it's not a coincidence that you have someone that's using the same technology that he built the Apple Watch to build the Apple car with. This is something that's going to change the landscape of things in the next couple of years. Now, also, and Daniel, I want to bring you in on this. I know that you did mention that Apple is actually uh, looking to basically partner with one of these other car uh, companies, but it's actually a story that came out, and Apple's actually doing it by themselves. The reason being is because a lot of these car companies were taking their time, their sweet-ass time, and Apple said, fuck it. If y'all ain't going to partner with us, because remember, in business, it's not about when it happens is the deadlines. You have to meet deadlines in business. You won't be successful if you don't meet deadlines. And Apple said, in the next couple of years, we're coming out with this car company. And if you're going to be a part of history with us, you can come along. But these car companies, they're skeptical because like, what is a phone company going to know about the car industry? Never bet against Apple. I'm telling you that right now. Daniel, your thoughts? Yeah. And that, you know, it's very similar to, and I'll go back to kind of when Apple started with their phones and their computers. It's kind of when you look at smartphones today, Apple pretty much had, a, a, I would say, between 70 to 90% impact in propelling the smartphone age because you have the first iPhone that came out. It was already like touchscreen compatible. Like there were elements to it that phones at that time, like BlackBerry and things like that, didn't really have. You know, it was like sidekicks or whatever. Like there wasn't really that that evolution in the smart uh, phone realm. So now fast forwarding to, and now look where we're at with smartphones. So fast forwarding now to autonomous driving and you know EV cars. History has shown that. Despite Apple not having the, I would say, historical knowledge, they have enough resources to make that happen. You know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's like you said, Charles, and, and, and I'll add on to it. It's, you know, sometimes all you really need are the resources. You know, like you may lack the certain expertise, but you can get that because you have the, you have the money. Mm-hmm. You have what it takes to, to get the people who know more than you mm-hmm. to come in, assess, create, build, and then review, execute. All of those things Apple can do. Yeah. And I wouldn't even say that, you know, some of these other car companies, it's not that they didn't think about autonomous driving or they didn't think about going the EV route like Tesla or building the next AI vehicle. It's more so... Do we have the, the capital to do it? Do we have the resources? Is the, do, can we leverage enough of our 
you know, companies debt to equity? Do we have enough cash to even experiment with this project? And well, that's really what I think is, mm-hmm. you know, like in terms of risk reward, like Apple has a very good thing. Like regardless, if, if things hit the fan with this whole project of the Apple car and autonomous driving and making this happen, whether it be building their factories and getting all of the batteries that they need and all of the technology that they need, if anything doesn't go correct, Apple will be fine. Yeah. They may lose a couple billion dollars, but worst case scenario, that's not going to really affect their bottom line because their streaming services, their products for their phones and laptops and iPads and everything else they got going on, Apple Watches, Apple TVs, Apple mm-hmm. this, Apple that, like everything that they already have in place is providing enough fuel for them to, to feed into, no pun intended, their cars. Yeah. So I think now it's, it's really just about how, how Apple positions themselves within the car industry and how they're going about it is going to set the tone for like a Ford or a Volkswagen to now look at themselves and say, okay, like, if I don't join with Apple, because I feel, and, and to your point, like, yeah, Apple is not going to wait for anybody because they they are pretty keen on, on their deadline and they know that this is going to work because they have the resources. Yeah. So I think that type of mentality and that type of movement, somebody is going to jump on board. Like, one of these cars, like, I don't know who it will be. Maybe it will be Volkswagen. Maybe it will be, um, you know, maybe Hyundai will come to their senses, like, who knows who will be, but somebody is going to say, okay, like this could take me into a different market, a different marketable position within the car industry. Because think about EV and then think about self-driving cars and about the consumer price that we would pay. Like Tesla already is like, you know, roughly on average, you're paying between 70 and a hundred K for like a good EV car, good self-driving, like top tier car. You think about how the price of an Apple car would be with autonomous driving. That's definitely going to be pretty up there. It's going to be a premium car. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to have a, a, a very high value. Mm-hmm. So if you have, let's say, someone like Ford who decides to partner with Apple, a Ford EV uh, autonomous driving car will probably be a little bit less, right? Because it, you'll still get those factors without probably the advanced AI that Apple would have. But those components that would still make it very marketable to sell the car on full for a company like Ford and for the consumer who like really can't afford an Apple car but can kind of you know settle for a model like Ford, which still gets you to where you need to be. Because what do you really need out of this car? You know, what are we looking for as the consumer? What are we looking for in this car? Right, mm-hmm. like self-driving. Um, Optimization with with AI, as you said, Siri could open your door and and pretty much serve as like the prime AI for your entire car and all other factors that we may not consider. So I think like from that lens, one of these car companies is going to jump on board. I I think it's just a matter of how, how much progress Apple makes in between now and I would say the end of next year, Q4, how much progress is Apple going to make in this arena where then some of these car companies are going to be like, oh, all right, this is where they're at now. They're building this factory or they have, you know, this shipment of batteries coming yeah. in. Or, you know, and yeah, I think that's I, where certain elements will start to take root. I agree with that. And I agree with that. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying in that perspective. I will push back on a few things that you did say, though. I don't necessarily think that some of these car companies don't have the capital because a lot of them are dealing with the billion dollar industries. Like you have Ford, you have Hyundai even. It may not be as popularized here, but overseas, definitely, in the, especially in the Asian market, Hyundai is a very popular car, uh, Kia, whatever the case is. And a lot of these companies also own other sub- subsidiaries underneath. Like example, like you have the Ferrari and all these other luxury cars that are under a lot of these umbrella of these companies. So that's also very important to note. Like Volkswagen owns a lot of the luxury vehicles that you basically are, uh, a lot of these people drive, so forth. So again, I don't necessarily think it's necessarily the capital, but it's also taking risk, like you said. 
how to get into how to be a game changer in the industry. Not a lot of people are game changers in industries for the audience listening as well as you, Daniel. A lot of times people are afraid to take risk or people are very comfortable in the state that they're in. It's not a coincidence that a lot of companies now are starting to get into electric vehicles. Electric vehicles have been out for years. A lot of uh, foreign cars, especially in China and a lot of these other places, have been driving foreign, uh, electric vehicles for many years now. It's just that it's been popularized now in the States because we have someone that actually lives in this country that actually was able to build something or he was the face of individuals helping build up this car company, which is Tesla. So again, it's very important to note that Tesla was a game changer for electric vehicles, but what else is next? What's next? That's the question. And that's where a lot of people fall idle in that aspect in the sense of saying that a lot of people can't think of what's next. That's why we have visionaries in this world, because a lot of people think that what's already out there is the norm. So a lot of people can't think past that. That's why I do believe that Apple will be successful in this, because they have yet to prove me wrong. Even a lot of people were giving Apple a lot of flack because recently they had their conference and they came out with an iPhone. I forget, was it the 13 that came out? 13. Yes. So, and it's basically the same as the 12. I actually believe that they did that on purpose because I really don't think that Apple's as focused on the iPhone because I think they're thinking about what's next, which is the car industry or them building their Apple car. I think that's what Apple's really having all hands on deck. I mentioned something earlier. They're pulling people that's originally working on the Apple Watch, people that worked on the iPhone, people that work from different car industries or different technology companies, and they're coming to Apple. What do you think Apple's gearing up for? They're trying to fucking focus on this one thing right now. That is their end-all, be-all. And as you mentioned, Daniel, they have deadlines to meet because, like you said, if they're really trying to get this out in 2024, building a car can take years to really have a successful car. Because think about it. You have to have the technology in place. Apple has that because they have free cash flow. What is free cash flow, audience? That is basically what's left over after you subtract your assets minus your liability. What does the company have over? I call free cash flow fuck you money. Fuck you money in my in, in 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 my estimation is basically any company that has fuck you money is just money that they can spend it on on their R&D or their research and development just reinvesting into their company to build out other products other manufacturers. Let me give you an example of what Apple has been able to d- do in the last 20 years. Apple has built the iPhone, the Mac, the iPad, the Apple Watch, their services industry and then they have their products industry as well. All of these are billion-dollar revenue-making industries. iPhone makes about $40 billion. The Mac makes about $8 billion. The iPad makes $7 billion. Their wearables and accessories, which is their Apple Watches, et cetera, et cetera, makes about $9 billion. Their services makes about $17.5 billion. So think about that. They're playing over about $81 billion in revenue. What do you think, Apple? You think Who's going to challenge that? <laughs> A co- Apple is playing with $81 billion in revenue. Who is challenging them? Nobody's going to challenge a company like that. Yes, you have huge industries in there, but it's not just about them having the money. It's what are they doing with the money? And that is what makes Apple unique is because they're able to reinvest their dollars to build out something different that in the next couple of years, we're going to come out and be, and a lot of companies are going to say, why didn't I think about that? Ford and Ford and all of them are going to be like, damn, why didn't I think about that? Why didn't I get in earlier? This is all very important. Apple has the technology. They can build a better battery than than Tesla. Why? Because they have fuck you money. So they can hire the, the engineers and they already have the services in place to build a better battery. So instead of you going about, let's say, 40 hours or going about however many miles you can go. So let's say a car goes about 200 miles an hour. Let's let's say that. And it can go about however long battery life. I believe that Apple will build a battery that is better than the Tesla car once their car comes out. 
And then Tesla's even going to be like, shit, we got to step it up. I believe all these car industries will get into that thinking. Because like I said, Apple thinks different. Just because Steve Jobs is no longer there doesn't mean his blueprint isn't in there. We from Tim Cook trickling down. Just because Apple looks like they're very stagnant right now does not mean they're not coming out with something in the next year or two that you're going to be like, fuck. I bet you in the next, by December, they're going to announce something. Maybe it could be the Apple car. Maybe it could be something else where everybody's going to be like, I can't wait for this shit to drop. Do not sleep on Apple. Audience, I'm going to tell you this right now. On today at October 3rd, 2021, as we're recording, do not sleep on Apple. I've done it before and I've learned my lesson. So now I don't even challenge them. Even in a down year, that means there's an up year coming for them. My 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 thoughts on that. Daniel, what yeah. what, do, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, from you know, from a from a market's position, like in terms of, you know, if you haven't invested in Apple, you know, I would highly suggest that this is the time to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I like it, it, this is just the type of vision that you only see it for there's, there's like three levels of vision you know they would say like you look at an egg coin what do you see mm-hmm. some would say okay I see a forest and that's good vision mm-hmm. true visionaries would say I see buildings I see cities mm-hmm. right like seeing where this type of project and the positions that Apple is putting itself in right now and where it's going to go. Because honestly, this is way forward thinking because these things are already here, like AI and, and kind of incorporating your smartphone with everyday things that you do. Household uh, AI is a thing. It's not very broadcasted. Like, Alexa is something that happens with like that syncs with your um, security system with your doorbell. Like they have that already. So it's not crazy to think that Apple will venture into that area as well in the future. Or it's not crazy to to think that Apple would venture into, you know, a lot of more autonomous lifestyle when you think about where we're heading in the future. Because like and some of these movies, you know, you, you watch some of these movies like I Robot and some of these other sci-fi movies. It's not too like far. Star Wars or whatever, and it's like, yeah, this is cool, but like it, it it's really something when you see Apple doing what it's doing and where technology is moving to. It doesn't look or even you don't think about it as sci-fi anymore. You think about it as wow, this is like really where we're headed. Mm-hmm. And the caveat to all of this is. Where the development, and this is where, you know, opportunists, I think, in terms of the the job market and in terms of how this is going to, because from an economic standpoint, we have to really look at it as, okay, Apple is going to develop these cars. Obviously, there's going to be a boom and a, and a demand for mechanics and people who work into the um, factories and engineers, and, you know, we're going to need all of those um, hands-on people as well. But from another aspect, we're also going to need people who are very well adept and very knowledgeable in cybersecurity. Yeah. We're going to need people who are very, um, uh, who have good uh, knowledge in data protection. Um, because everything that operates on technology and AI and, and how things will sync up to the cloud and just how, how these data models are going to are going to be set up with the Apple car and and other car companies as well. And like you said, Charles, as this thing kind of starts to pick up momentum, and other companies begin to adapt that lifestyle of okay, we're gonna like move towards autonomous driving or at least implement some AI features and try to like you know because we we, we can't have Apple outshine. It's like right, like Ford is looking at it like I can't have Apple just come in here and just yeah. you know like it's like, you know, it's, like yeah, it's like yeah, it's like
make sure that all of the um you know walls are in place firewalls whatever like these are the things that if you're an it person like myself you're a tech person security person even if you're not this is the type of vision that when you see Apple and, and other car companies now doing this, but more we're focused on Apple here with mm-hmm. their autonomous driving and creating the Apple car and all of the you know, factories that they're building and the technology that they need to implement. Mm-hmm. These are the things that you look you look at and you'll be able to identify the opportunity, not just in the stock market, not just with their stock price going up. And by the way, each time that Apple talks about the Apple car, the stock price goes crazy, right? So just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to identify the opportunities within this realm. So this, I, I say this to say, this isn't just a, a scope of Apple doing autonomous driving and getting into the automobile industry. And, and it's just that. Like this is going to impact several industries. Not just the automobile industry, which is like a trillion dollar industry on its own. This is going to impact the tech sector. Mm-hmm. This is going to impact different layers of, you know, how we do just basic transportation. Because who's to say that this is only limited to just consumers using the Apple car? What if Uber decides to use autonomous driving? What if Uber decides to you know, make some kind of partnership with Apple and have and use their EV autonomous um, cars to service their clients who want to use Uber or Lyft. Mm-hmm. Like who? Like th- there's there's so many different scenarios that could play out from Apple making this move, right? So yeah, I bet my spill on this is, is like I believe that opportunity. You know, identify what can happen because there's a lot that could really benefit and from us as a as as consumers and investors. A lot of opportunity here. A lot, you know, and this is it's fantastic to just see where we're at from a technology standpoint because we we're in the digital age, we're in the technology, the technological age, and it's only going to increase. Like everybody is is moving towards this, so no. it's not like we're going to regress, right? So this is just the things to keep in mind with this. But I'm very excited, honestly. Yeah, very like, very this, excited. This is going to be, yeah, I think I, I I think I think it will be good. Yeah, I do believe that it will be a very good in game changer, as you mentioned, because there are various opportunities. I want the audience just to visualize for a second, kind of what Apple can do for you. Get into this car industry. I do actually also believe they will actually make it more affordable than not. Believe it or not, because that's one thing that. I do believe that it will be more affordable because they also understand, believe it or not, that yes, they want to make more people, get more people into these cars than outside. So initially, I do believe that these will be affordable cars. Now, obviously, relative to your how much you're willing to pay for a car, that's up to you. But I just, I'm just speaking for the overall that I do believe that will be more affordable. And as Daniel mentioned, I want the audience just to visualize for a second. What if you did have a car that automatically locks? automatically opens, has all your security information that's needed. That is your license, insurance card, registration card, all in all on the iPhone. What if you had a camera within your car? So if somebody ever breaks or enters in your car, you could actually see the face. You could see the car that actually they're using to break into your car, the people that they're with. I believe Apple can incorporate all of this from a cybersecurity standpoint, as Daniel mentioned. That's very important. I also believe that eventually, as Daniel also mentioned, and this is his vision that he's sharing i also agree with it that i do believe that apple will be partnering with a lot of these companies such as uber lyft i'm sure there's other self-driving cars out there as well i know that there's also car insurance companies that that um i know there's one that's called loop that's in the works that's coming out shout out to john henry i do like that guy follow him he's someone that's changing the game from an insurance standpoint apple will X cross cross out X and O's all these things before they even come out with the car. Ford people, anybody that works for Ford, all these other industries, don't think Apple hasn't already trademarked and patented all these ideas. Good fucking luck trying to challenge them because they got money upon money upon money. So if you are trying to bite them, you're already lost because before they even announced this, they already patent patented everything they needed the ideas. 
for the car company, their technology, the software, their trademark, the name brand of they're going to use. That Apple car has been trademarked. It's already been trademarked if you go to the USPTO site. And all these other things have been already been incorporated. Why am I saying this? Because Apple, as Daniel also mentioned, his, is basically doing everything in their power to be the one sole person that comes out with it where everybody's just going to pause for a second and be like, damn, Apple did it again. They've started, they've put a staple on the, on the world where for generations to come, your kids' kids are going to be like, damn, Apple really built a car, a phone company. They start off as a, a music shuffle company to a phone company, to a wearables company, to a, com- a computer company, to now a car company. Think about that. That is insane. That is insane. And, and of course, there's other industries out there. I, like Daniel mentioned, I'm sure other car companies will eventually adapt. But it's not about adapting. It's who's first to the table. Why do we mention Usain Bolt? Why do we mention Simone Biles? Why do we mention all these people? Yeah, there's people out there coming number two and number three, but it's about who's getting gold. We're not worried about silver and bronze. We're worried about who's the gold winner. That's why their names are edged in space. We don't remember about who number two is. We remember who number one is. That's that's how it works in this world. It's who is first and who is successfully first. That's number one. That's why I said that deadlines are very important. That's why Apple's not waiting to be the game changer. They've already started. And if you guys don't think, guys and girls don't think that Apple hasn't already started building this out, me and Daniel already know that. That's why we told you guys. We already know. Apple doesn't have to tell us this. We already know they started building this out. That's why I said when they gave you a little bullshit iPhone 13, they said, here, play with this for a little bit. Because they ain't worried about no damn iPhone. That's not what Apple's focusing on. I bet you Tim Cook is in his board meetings right now with his shareholders telling them like, hey, we're going all in on this. So iPhone, MacBook, all that, they're going to have to pause a little bit. So we just give him some bullshit for a couple of years. And then... <laughs> I, I think I already have, like, in, in their, um, like, in, in, in their uh, base of operations in California, their campus, they already have a model of a self-driving car. Like, they have yeah. the trams that they're practicing with. Like, it, it, so it's not... It's not like it's it's not here. Yeah. Like the, the Apple car is it's here. here. It's yep. in development. They're fine tuning it and and getting the creeps in. So they're not even starting from ground zero. Mm-hmm. They're they already have a foundation. The yeah. car is here. Yeah. In, in its very prototype form. So it's not like it's this isn't something that is gonna you know like the blueprints are here. So Apple making these announcements is it's not coming from an arena where okay hey this is like we're starting to put pen to paper and getting this pushed out. No, they already have the models. Mm-hmm. They already have the, 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 the data schema in their systems. Like everything is already in place. Now it's just about fine tuning and getting the right uh, connections and partnerships together. Yeah. If they even go that route, if they solo it, Hey, it's still going to work out. And now it, it, it's, it's just really about the timeline, yeah. right? Like, their their timeline of I believe it was twenty twenty four twenty twenty five twenty four yeah that's subject to change. I think Apple could do it. I, I think, think so they too. Could do it. I think they think uh, but for a I think as as they get closer to the final product, I can see Apple trying to. It's, it's going to be like the phone, right? It's mm-hmm. going to be like the phone. They're going to come out with one model yeah. for that year. Then the next year, they're going to come out with a different model. Like, it's going to be because, I mean, why, why, why mess with the formula, right? Yeah. So it's not just going to be one car. Yeah. Like, it's going to be, you're going to have one iteration, one model. Then the subsequent year, you're going to have another model with, like, okay, now, you know, instead of wheels, it, it got, like, like it, it, there's going to be different things with each model, right? So, look forward to that as well because it, we think car and it's just like okay maybe it's just one model like no it's just they're going to be like whether it's you know an suv form or a sedan form the apple car is going to have different versions just like the iphones just like the macbook 
just like their Apple Watches, they're going to have different versions of this car that they make each year. And that's going to trendset kind of that direction of like their pretty much their, their business model, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're they're not gonna mess with the point. Yeah. So Yeah, I think and, and I think that, yeah, but no, I was just saying, I just to piggyback off of what you're saying, I also do believe that the delay isn't necessarily a delay. A lot of audience, remember, building a car isn't just building a car. You have to go through a lot of trial and error, and you also have to pass the regulation because you, you it has to be safe to drive. You can't just pull a car out and then it's not safe to drive. And I'm sure that Apple has been following Tesla and all these, hearing about these cars exploding and then... Uh, driving customers off the road and all these things. So obviously, if they are also going to make it self-driving, they have to make sure it can actually self-drive and it's actually foolproof. I'm sure they want to make their battery power last as long as possible that you don't have to change a battery for maybe a decade or so. Hey, this is possible. I know it sounds crazy, maybe what we're saying right now, but in the next couple of years, it may not sound as crazy. Trust me. These are all things that I do believe Apple has the capital, number one, because that's in any industry that you are. If you have money, you can do a lot with money. Now, that's that. obviously we, myself and Daniel, work in a business, so we understand that. Having money, you can do a lot with money. Audience, listen, I'm sure you know that. Even, even when you're ugly, you got money, hey, you can do a lot with money. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> but the point is, again, capital is one thing that Apple has. They have the technology. They have the risk takers. You also have to have a risk taker on your team. That doesn't necessarily mean that you you basically jumping off a plane every five seconds or something like that. It just means that you have to know how to think outside of the box. Uh, we, you have to have someone that's able to think outside the box. I don't think that's Tim Cook for Apple. I think Tim Cook is a very brilliant man, a very smart man. I think he knows how to put the right pieces in place. That's why he's bringing somebody from the wearables because what was what is what is the wearables do daniel do you have an apple watch do you know someone that has an apple watch the apple watch works as your gym partner works as your phone connector works as your your storage of information or you want to look up something exactly that person kevin i forget his last name apologies he and his team know how to game change. So that's why he's coming in to help build out this car. That is not by coincidence. That is done on purpose. Remember that, audience. Apple will successfully complete this, I believe. Now, again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I believe that they will be successful in this car company. Why did we want to have this episode? Just to wrap things up. We wanted to have this episode. And then, Daniel, I'll get your last thoughts. Is because, yes, we do want to bring to you forth the car industry is going to get a game changer in Apple in the next years ahead. But more so than that, from your perspective, listen, how can you get in on this? That's why we mentioned briefly that it's good to invest in Apple. Even if you don't want to invest from a stock market perspective, there's different ways you can invest in the Apple. You've now moved into NFTs. I also believe that Bitcoin currency will play a factor but that's for another episode, maybe our Patreon. We'll discuss how the Apple car can actually boost Bitcoin. But that's for another episode, like I mentioned. But even currency standpoint, I believe having something like this, a game changer like this, can set the tone from a government perspective where they can make money and you yourself as a consumer can make money as well. But like I mentioned, that's for another episode. But yes, but like I'm mentioning, invest now until it's too late. If it's cheaper now, if Apple stock, I don't know what it's trading at now, it's probably going to quadruple by the time the Apple car comes out. <laughs> That's why Tesla's Tesla stock at one point was trading at, I remember, $100. Now, and at one point, it was trading last year at like almost $800, $900. So think about that. Remember, it is being first to the party. Don't be late to the party. Never be late. Don't You don't want to be late to something. Whenever you're late, that means that you're going to get the end of everything. You're going to be like, fuck, I missed out on all the things I should have probably been if I was early. Make sure you're early. Invest now. Invest early. Apple will change this game and other people will follow. 
a lot of people don't believe in it now. A lot of people won't believe in it in maybe next year. But when 2024 comes, 2025 comes, oh, they Apple going to be on their asses. That's my last thoughts. Daniel. Yeah, you pretty much said it all, Charles. Just, history has taught us. Do you look at Tesla and how the stock price literally, literally quadrupled in one year during a pandemic? So all things being positive, we're out of this shit by the time 2024 comes. Yeah. And markets are relatively stable. So in a green market environment, you could just anticipate that Apple stock is going to skyrocket dramatically. Mm-hmm. So this is the time to get it. And I don't really see any other better time, right? right? Because as it gets closer to that specific deadline, the price is only going to increase more. It's going to fluctuate, right? But generally right now, I think it's probably the lowest it's going to be in terms of this initiative because Apple will still be Apple. When it comes to the Apple car, this is the time. Like the the, the best time to invest was yesterday. Mm-hmm. The second best time is today. So get in, get your bread, and just see the opportunity. See the city beyond the forest. Look at the egg corn and see what can happen. And that's that's my last thoughts on it. Yeah, definitely. So again, it's up to you, audience. We've given you guys the blueprint. Again, this is episode 50. The Apple Car, the next gen Apple Car. This will be available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as YouTube. Like, subscribe on our YouTube. Follow us, the Danso Pitch channel. Make sure to subscribe. Again, that's Danso Pitch. That's D A N S O. Check us out. Let us hear your thoughts. We're also on Instagram. We'll be on Twitter soon. Patreon as well. Like I mentioned, this will all be the Danso Pitch. Follow us and thank you. Again, this is episode 50. Enjoy the rest of your week, and don't be the last of the party.